Hello and welcome to Peaceful at Heart. My name is Cedric Merton and I'll be your host. Each episode, we've taken a closer look at the book Peaceful at Heart, Anabaptist Reflections on Healthy Masculinity. We've dived into the chapters, we've heard from the authors, and we've thought a little bit more about what healthy masculinity looks like in our modern context. Today is our wrap-up, our conclusion episode for this series. And joining us for this wrap-up, this conclusion, is Don Neufeld and Steve Thomas, the editors of the book, as well as Rod Friesen, the Restorative Justice Coordinator for Mennonite Central Committee. Uh, Don, Steve, and Rod, uh, thank you for your work on this book, on this series. Uh, how are the three of you doing today? Thank you. Doing very well, uh, Cedric. Same here. Just fine. Beautiful fall day. I'm well. Grateful for seeing uh, this project come together. Yes, I'm so glad as well. Uh, and I'm really glad that the uh, three of you could uh, join us today and talk a bit more about this book. Uh, Rod, perhaps you could start us off by telling, a, telling us a bit about your role in all of this and, and when Mennonite Central Committee or MCC got involved. All right. Thanks, Cedric. Um, so my role with Mennonite Central Committee Ontario uh, started about four and a half years ago, and I uh, am involved coordinating a team of restorative justice uh, staff, program associates in Ontario. Um, and we provide a lot of support for mainly men leaving prison. Uh, so reintegration, uh, circles of support and accountability. And it was through uh, through different work that I was doing more nationally with MCC on the Abuse Response Prevention Network, I started to get thinking about the need for um, engaging in conversations about healthy masculinity. So um, this sort of led to us having more conversations as volunteers about healthy masculinity, doing some training. And as that evolved, uh, we uh, happened across Don and Steve and their book, Peaceful at Heart. And um, from there, we just started to connect. And that was about June uh, of 2020. That's great. Yeah. Appreciate the uh, sort of the backstory there, Rod, and, and how all this came came together. I'm, I'm very, very glad that it did, too. It's it's exciting to see where it can go. Uh, thinking of that, I mean, this is sort of our, our, our wrap up, our conclusion, if you're thinking of it in terms of like the format of the book. Uh, and it's this project's brought some some great insight from many different people. Um, I'm curious if I could hear from each of you. What is something that you learned through this process? Um. Well, I mean, it's been a long process now, both from the initial, you know, initial stages of the book uh, and then the MCC project. Um, I think one of the things I've learned is that men are not easy to reach. <laughs> um, men are, for various reasons, um, just not engaged in many of the discussions that, um, that, that we've identified as, you know, as really critical and, and hopeful around the you know the movement of of men's well-being forward into uh into the future um so that's that's been a um a, a learning um and we're still you know working on how best to be creative and reach men um another i think critical piece that comes across in the book really nicely is the whole idea of masculinities the idea that 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 we can't talk about any single definition of masculinity 
And although we might have, you know, a traditional picture of, um, you know, the, the cleavers and such, um, um, but uh, there's much more to masculinity than any one definition. And I think that's hopeful in the sense that it broadens the umbrella of, of ways in which men can, can enter the conversation and men can find uh, welcome and um, support for however they identify themselves as men. And one of the main learnings for me uh, has been just the theme of peace that uh, runs throughout our book that's reflected in our, our title, Peaceful at Heart, that, you know, actually then also points to kind of living at peace with all and promoting God's peace in the world and, and just the essential connection between healthy masculinity and, uh, and, and God's peace. Uh, in the course of this book, uh, uh, I was part of a meeting at... Uh, at one of our Mennonite conventions uh, where there was a, uh, a committee looking at the intersections of different works and uh, peacemaking and uh, healthy masculinity actually surfaced uh, in the top uh, half dozen uh, initiatives or strategies that are important uh, for, for promoting peace. So there's this essential connection between our work of promoting healthy ma uh, masculinity and extending God's peace. I think for uh, for me, as I read the book Peaceful at Heart, I began to really think about these, as Don talks about, really varied or multiple masculinities and, and also connected with, with um, Steve's comments about peace. And how do we be uh, men uh, thinking about the complexity of gender in today's uh, world? Uh, whether it's workplace or church or community, and and what does that what does that mean? And uh, we had some lively discussions here with our group of volunteers, men and women, who had taken some training. And as we as we started to think more about this uh, concept of um, coaching uh, men, particularly the men that were re-entering from prison in our programs, I began to explore um, further with Don, talking more about what would be next? And so I think what I'm learning through the process is that as we've piloted book clubs and have, as we've started to have conversations, as much as it can be challenging to get men to the table, when men do come, they talk and they really uh, enjoy the opportunity to be able to talk about these issues and share about these issues and what they mean to them directly. And so I think that's been really uh, important. We've had rich discussions here in our first two pilot sessions that we've had uh, with book clubs. And uh, what, what we know is there's currently not many places and spaces for men to connect and to have these conversations. And so that's, that's been really, uh, I think, enriching and valuable. Yeah, thank you all. I, I feel like I've learned a lot through uh through reading the book, through all of these different interviews that we've had. Uh, Don, what you're saying about many different masculinities uh, definitely resonates with me. Uh, and hearing from all the different authors, contributors, thinking about the different ways we approach what healthy looks like and what masculinity looks like is uh, very broad. Um, as, as well, thinking about what you're saying, Steve, about peace, 
Uh, I recall you sharing that the main message you're hoping people will take from this book is the idea of shalom. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that? Okay, yes. Uh, this theme of, of peace is important. Uh, as I mentioned, it runs through our book. Uh, I, I prefer that to use the biblical word shalom, uh, which is... Uh, is much more robust and comprehensive than than our our common use of the word peace. Um, and for me, it, this speaks to God's uh, peaceable order uh, with abundance, security, um, and justice for all, and well-being throughout all of creation. So it's a very um, comprehensive, robust definition, uh, and that that's what we're really trying to promote um, in this book and in our new book. Thank you, Steve. I, I also really appreciate hearing about the um, the biblical shalom uh, from your perspective, and I'm, I'm glad that we have that uh, thoughts shared here in video, but also thinking about it in, in the form of the book that you, I remember you writing uh, bits of that as well, too. Uh, Rod, uh, you touched briefly on this, but is, is healthy masculinity something that MCC will continue to focus on? It, it certainly is, Cedric. We have really identified a need to uh, spend more time and resources in developing strategies to reach men to talk about healthy masculinity. Uh, because as, as Steve talked about, shalom or building peace is really a big part of understanding and helping men come to uh, uh, understanding what healthy masculinity is. Um, so we're connecting with this with a bundle of projects within our restorative justice programming uh, called Peace at Home. And as things come together in various ways, we're looking at how one project can build on another. Um, one of our first projects was with Theater of the Beat, as you know, Unmute. And, you know, that was, a, again, a, an opportunity during the pandemic to talk about gender-based violence. And a lot of these types of themes start to connect for men as they uh, may also interact with other men and have conversations about what healthy masculinity might look like. And so in doing this, we've also reached out to partners like um, Mennonite Church Canada, Mennonite Church Eastern Canada, and um, uh, Be in Christ Canada. And they have come on as partners uh, in Peaceful at Heart to help support the uh, production of videos and audio resources, audio book. And so there, there will be this, you know, this set of videos and, and uh, audio book that come out of this, this partnership that we can continue to uh, support book clubs developing across the country. And so that's really our hope is that we would we would begin to be able to launch discussions, uh, small group discussions that would uh, lead into other things, perhaps conferences or other things that we we would have more opportunity to, with MCC and through uh, our partnership with Mennonite Men and with Don and with Steve to uh, promote Peaceful at Heart. That's great. Uh I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about what MCC is working on. Of course, Theater of the Beats is also going to continue focusing on, on uh, these topics as well. So uh, I guess stay tuned for those listening at home, and uh, it'll be a focus for sure. Uh, Don and Steve, I understand that you've been very busy working on this as well, and I, I know that there's uh, a new book coming. Are you able to give us a bit of a brief teaser about it? 
As, as Don mentioned, uh, it's, it's difficult to reach uh, men, or at least it's a challenge. Uh, I've observed over the years that many men don't read, uh, read much. And so uh, this is an attempt to provide yet another uh, pathway uh, to engage men in conversation uh, for men who may be too busy or not inclined to read chapter length books. Uh, we put together a, a conversation guide that uh, has 70 topics in seven sections. So it, it, you with a one page of content uh, with over 300 questions for, for conversation to engage men in, in deeper conversations. Um, so we discuss big questions about like God and our purpose, uh, basic needs like connection, recognition, meaning, difficult issues like vulnerability, failure, conflict, shame, uh, gritty matters uh, like greed, anger, lust, masturbation, uh, social problems, sexism, racism, injustice, and violence, uh, and sensitive issues like intimacy and sexuality. And then we look at our life roles, a variety of them, including our friends, lovers, leaders, and, and many others. And so this is a way of engaging men uh, to, in circles of, of conversation to address the stuff of life. So uh, this is a companion volume to Peace What Heart uh, for those who are looking for um, a user-friendly discussion guide for a range of topics. And ultimately our goal because of the accessibility is to have it available both in a digital format um, at minimal cost, um, and, uh, and the possibility of, of having printed copies also. Um, and this is imminently uh, ready to, uh, to roll out and uh, the editing process is almost complete and we have, uh, uh, are very pleased with some of the dynamic part of it, both just the ability to move around the document electronically. Um, and we've also had uh, just the strong involvement of, a, of an editor and also a creative director um, who's done some graphics that can also, I, I think, are very stimulating and challenging and uh, would also be uh, good conversation pieces. So um, I think it's a well, well-rounded well um, piece. It's got a whole bunch of appendixes of, uh, uh, of um, various forms of uh, conversation pieces and exercises and uh, ways in which uh, men can uh, engage these topics. So um, stay tuned. Wow, that's that's very exciting. Uh, thank you both for your tireless work on this topic and then this writing. Uh, I know it's I know it's a lot and it's a big ask, but I'm sure that uh, there will be people groups that will be able to utilize these resources. And it sounds like you're you're really listening to what people are saying. And and if people are saying, hey, we need these uh, uh, big thoughts, these big questions in different formats. I'm, I'm glad you're finding ways to approach that. So thank you. Uh, in the final sentence of your conclusion in the book, uh, you say, um, we acknowledge that this is only one step in a larger ministry of bringing healing and hope to our world. What what are some of the next steps? Obviously, you've you've done some more writing and that's very exciting. Are there more ways that you hope or, or plan to engage with men? Well, we hope to uh, resume our, our work of retreats, uh, working with our uh, Mennonite camps, uh, congregations, and, and communities. Uh, next month, for example, I'll be in Chicago leading a retreat on healthy masculinity. 
for Chicago area churches. And so um, it's the face-to-face work uh, that best advances this work of healthy masculinity. So we're anxious to resume uh, face-to-face uh, engagements with men. And I think to pick up on that part of the of the uh, initiative that um, working, you know, like Rod was indicating, we have piloted some book studies online, um, and we want to see how we can make that more uh, accessible and effective, and and uh, scale it up so more people can participate. Um, we had, you know, an interesting inquiry from. Uh, from a Mennonite uh, church outside our sort of constituent group who had heard about it and had were asking for resources. So we would love to be able to branch out to others within our, our Anabaptist community and even beyond um, to, to both make the resources available, but also make ourselves available to, to be in dialogue or to respond to any questions that, that arise um, out, of their, out of their work. Um, for me, the, the other initiative needs to be the conversation with, with some of the other players in the conversation about gender, about family um, well-being, um, about uh, dynamics of, of you know, patriarchy and power and uh, um, you know, those, those conversations have been out there for much longer than this conversation has been happening as far as uh, men and men goes. And, and we want to be part of that larger conversation to um, bring the voice of men to the table, um, not just as the problem, but also as part of the solution, um, as um, to, to expand the conversation so so the average man on, in the pews can feel that they are that they are invited to participate, that they aren't just the object of, of suspicion. Um, and um, I'm, I'm hoping in that conversation we can we can shift some of the narrative that that leaves men out of the conversation or leaves men in a in a position of, of really not feeling safe. Um, and I know that's that may sound ironic or may sound um, trivial, given, you know, the presumptions about men and violence. Um, but my experience is that, that there is significant um, insecurity that needs to be overcome so that men can want to <laughs> be different than they are, can, can lean into the bigger conversations and be part of them um, and um, that we can create a joint um, project going forward uh, in which men can feel an active participant in their futures too. I will just, um, you know, thinking toward the, the future, um, we at MCC, we have a real interest in, in promoting the, um, you know, the Peace, Peaceful at Heart book, but the companion study guide. Um, it has a facilitator's notes in it to help uh, facilitators, those that are interested in leading a conversation, whether it's in their community, in their congregation, about Peaceful at Heart, and uh, in resourcing those individuals and helping them get started and uh, finding ways for them to be encouraged and to continue doing uh, this work of finding other men to have conversations that matter in their communities. 
and in their congregations. So not just within, you know, our, our uh, Anabaptist Mennonite groups, but even beyond uh, other groups that may be interested in um, engaging in, in these different topics. And, uh, and also, uh, yeah, um, sort of continuing to lead along with Steve and Don in, in, you know, the next phases of things they're developing because we see a real need for these types of uh, resources in our, uh, in our peace work. So we're looking forward to uh, continuing uh, the partnership as it uh, as it evolves and grows, and we find things that uh, men want to um, talk about and learn about. I'm I'm glad that you uh, brought up the the study guide, Rod. Uh, earlier today, I was I was rereading the chapter by Gareth Brandt, Men and Community, in this book. And uh, he was talking about how he had brought together a group for, for a year for an intentional like readings. Uh, and then after that year was done, they stopped meeting for a bit. And, and one of the members reached out and said, hey, can we continue a meeting even though we're not like intentional about this? I just I want to continue a meeting. So, uh, I mean, no expectations, but perhaps if groups start gathering together and they start reading through this book and going through the study guides, there might be uh, new opportunities for groups to grow out of out of this and and continue trying new opportunities that that Mennonite men are working on, like this new book, Don and Steve, that you're working on, uh, or new things that MCC is bringing together, or just finding that space and community where they can they can share about their masculinity. That sounds really great. Um, so thank you, Rod, for mentioning that. Don, you had a thought. I also wanted to say, um, and, and in a sense, picking up what Carol Penner challenged us um, to when she wrote her chapter. Um, is that um, we do need to do the hard work of delving into men and violence in a way that um, we didn't choose to lead out on that with Peaceful at Heart. Um, but I think our last chapter, um, Steve and I and men, men generally have committed to the fact that that is a factor in our society that we do need to um, need to take um, uh, take seriously and look at how we um, dismantle some of the presumptions and the expectations that that both men sort of promote and take on that gives them liberty, but also things that are put upon men by you know various expectations in society um, that uh, contribute to to things like violence, um, violence against others, but also men's violence against themselves. Um, and we do need to participate fully in those hard questions. Again, representing men so that men um, feel that they are legitimate conversation partners, um, not, just, not just the um, uh, uh, problem. Um, and I think we can do that. I think the opportunities um, are exciting uh, about what we can do. I know in some of the conversations with Rod, some of the, even the internal workings of MCC struggling with some of the different initiatives and how they come together around um, promotions of peace and also then holding accountable uh, those who, who do not act peacefully. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about the possibilities and really hope we can grow that initiative too. Yeah, that sounds great and, and very important work done. So I appreciate that you folks are, are willing to walk that line and willing to 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 put yourselves out there and, and work in these challenging topics. So thank you for that work. And I'm excited to see what comes next as well. Thank you, Don. 
Don, uh, Rod, and Steve, uh, it's been a real pleasure working with you on this project. Uh, we do, however, need to start wrapping up this chapter. Uh, before we go, though, do you have any sending thoughts for us? Perhaps, Don, you can start us off again. Okay. Well, I think just just the the longing to be to be invited, uh, the longing to be contacted and asked to to either resource individual men or groups um, or partner with other organizations who want to do this good work, um, or in some of those larger, maybe even more academic forums of where some of the some of the bigger level questions also need to be. Um, um, considered, um, um, invite us, and we'd be happy to uh, to participate. Yeah, at, at the end of this pro uh, project, um, as men have worked through this, uh, a point that I would like to make that ultimately it's really not about healthy masculinity, but it's really about promoting um, one new humanity, uh, where we come out of our gendered spaces and we're working together. It's the ministry of reconciliation that Paul describes in Ephesians 2. Uh, that rather in place of two, uh, what Jesus is doing is promoting one new humanity. And that for me is what this project is ultimately about. And masculinity for me is a bit of a hook. I'll say this at the very end. And so it's really not about even healthy masculinity, but it's something even bigger that healthy masculinity fits into. And that for me is the vision of Shalom. Yeah, I'm just encouraged. I think uh, working with Don and Steve has just been a, a great opportunity for MCC to um, take a resource and, and begin to um, provide uh, more opportunities for that resource to be shared. And I'm excited, uh, you know, in having conversations with different people um, that, that they're excited as well about how we can use this and, and grow uh, this, this important conversation. You know, it's, it's about healthy masculinity, but it's also about creating that peace or shalom, but also, you know, really tackling tough issues like violence. And um, how do we... How, how do we have those conversations? Um, this this book and this study guide and the resources that Mennonite men are creating are really helping to you know to form the type of safe space that we can have those conversations. And I I really am excited about that. I like that that uh, what you said there at the end there, Rod, about creating these safe spaces. I hope that can be something that. Uh, the four of us take and also those that are listening at, at home, at their churches, at their congregations, at their communities, whatever space you're in listening to this, I hope that you can take that and think about that as you, you go from here. Thank you, folks. I really appreciate your time. Uh, and on to what's next, I suppose. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Peaceful at Heart was recorded in the city of Tuckeronto, the land covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit. This is the Dish with One Spoon territory. The Dish with One Spoon is a treaty between the Anishinaabe, Mississaugas, and Haudenosaunee that bound them to share the territory and protect the land. Subsequent Indigenous nations and peoples, Europeans, and all newcomers have been invited into this treaty in the spirit of peace friendship and respect. We all eat out of the dish, and all of us that share this territory with one spoon. We want to acknowledge the ancestral lands and waterways of the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, 
the Seneca, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples. Takoronto is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We wish to thank them, and any other nations who cared for this land. Colonization is a continuing form of oppression, so it is important that we acknowledge the lands and digital spaces that we are holding and taking up. We remember the acknowledged and unacknowledged, recorded and unrecorded, past, present, and future. We are all treaty people. Peaceful at Heart was produced and edited by myself, Cedric Martin. It was made possible thanks to Mennonite Central Committee, Mennonite Church Eastern Canada, Be in Christ Church of Canada, Theatre of the Beat, and of course, by Mennonite Men. To find more resources, head to MennoniteMen.org.